Yo, 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 it's your boy Dre, and I'm back at it again with another episode of Let's Talk About It. Um, I know it's been a while since the last time I was here. Um, I've just been having a lot of things going on in my personal life. Um, my nephew was born a couple of weeks ago. Um, I started a new job, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later. I've been having a couple of health problems, um, me and my mom, but... Um, the Lord, the Lord is good and he's making a way, he's sorting everything out. Um, praise him for that. Um, today we are going to be talking about working, working a job, a J-O-B, a nine to five, whatever you want to call it. Um, but we're going to talk about it today. And the question I want to pose is, do we live to work or do we work to live? Do we live to work or do we work to live? And just like we always do it, we're going to have a scripture of the day. And today's scripture of the day is coming from Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7. And this is what it says. It says, do not worry about anything. Instead, pray to God about everything. Ask him to help you with the things that you need and thank him for his help. If you do that, God will give you peace in your minds. That peace is so great that nobody can completely understand it. You will not worry or be afraid because you belong to Christ Jesus. And I'm really feeling this verse Um you know, the first the first sentence, it says, do not worry about anything. It is in our DNA. It is in our human nature to worry when things don't go the way that we want them to go. Or if something happens unexpectedly, we begin to worry. But this scripture is telling us not to worry, but instead pray to God about everything and ask him to help us with the things that we need. Um, I think that's so important because we know that God answers prayers. Um, we know the goodness of God and the things that he's done. We've heard the testimonies of other people and we know that God can help us. But sometimes we still let that worry creep in and we let it take control, um, and we don't have to do that because we serve a God who who knows everything, who hears us, who listens to our prayers and also answers our prayers. Um, and then the last part of that verse says, and thank him for his help. So when you are asking God for his help, go ahead and thank him in advance. Thank him in advance knowing knowing that he's going to come through for you like he always does. But it's this next part of the scripture that really gets me. It says, if you do that, God will give you peace in your minds. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I desire to have a peaceful life. Like, I'm working on that right now. I'm not letting anything disturb my peace. Not no people, no situation, no thing. Um, I'm not let, letting anything disturb my peace. I'm in my peace era 
And hopefully this not just an error. This is something that just lasts my whole life. Um, but this scripture is it's the formula for peace. It's literally telling us that all we have to do is pray instead of worry and ask God for the things that we need and then thank him for the things that we're asking for help. And if we do that, he will give us peace in our minds. I have read this scripture many times, but this is the first time that it has actually clicked where I, like for some reason, I can just clearly comprehend what the scripture is saying. True peace comes when you give everything to God, when you give all your worries to God. And um, my prayer is not only for me to find true peace, for me to give everything to God, for me to like stop worrying. Because when we worry, that shows a lack of faith. When we worry, it shows like it shows that we don't trust God. We don't trust him to come through. We don't trust him to, you know, do what he do, you know? Um so I think we need to, you know, we need to give up that worrying. It's in God's hands. And he's going to take care of it. So like I was saying, I, my prayer is that all of us, including myself, that we learn how to give everything to God, to give our worries to God so that we can have true peace. And that's all I hear people saying. I'm protecting my peace. I'm protecting my peace. This scripture is telling us how to do it. So like my prayer is that we apply it, you know. And yeah, that's the scripture of the day. Um I hope that if you don't listen to nothing else in this episode today, you take that with you, knowing that you can have true peace if you just give it all to God. Moving on, I told you guys that I started a new job in um, these past recent weeks, and I just want to share my testimony about that real quick because um, I think that a lot of people may be in similar situations or there have been people who have been in similar situations. And, you know, this is just another testimony that you can add um, to the goodness of God and him providing um, and getting you the job that you deserve slash need slash want. Um, So I was working psych intake um, at this hospital and it was a decent job. It paid me well. It wasn't a hard job, but it wasn't the job that I wanted to do. It wasn't the job that I like got my master's degree for. Like I specifically got my master's degree so that I could practice clinical social work in the hospital setting. And although I um, was performing a social work job, it was not very interactive with the population that I wanted to serve. And it was pretty much more of an administration job than a social work job. But that job, my boss had promised me that once I graduated with my master's that I would be promoted to a social work position. Um, however, when I graduated, that did not happen. I did get a promotion, but I was promoted to um, psych intake. And, you know, that's just not what I wanted to do. Um, as well as with it being something that I didn't want to do, it also required me to work every other weekend. 
So every other Saturday and Sunday, I would be working from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, and I did not like that because it did not allow me to go to church on, you know, every other Sunday. I like to go to church every Sunday. You know, God is my priority. My relationship with him is a priority. And I was not able to prioritize that um, working every other Sunday. Um, not only was I not able to go to church on uh, every other Sunday, I wasn't able to attend any life groups or like the Bible studies that happened on Wednesday because they started at seven o'clock and I wasn't leaving work until 7.30, 7.45. So by the time I'm arriving, it's pretty much over. So working this job, I feel like I was making a lot of sacrifices when it came to not being able to feed myself spiritually um, and like being able to attend a church service and Bible studies and even interacting with, you know, new with new people because I just recently started going to a new church in May, but I hadn't been able to really get connected to the people the way that I wanted to because of my work schedule and me not being able to be present. Um, so I was praying, I was asking God, I'm like, God, I know you got something better for me. Just show me what to do. Show me where to go. Um, I want to make sure this is you. Just let it like fall into my lap, kind of. Um, and, you know, I was telling other people what was going on. I'm like, yeah, I know God got something better for me. Like, I'm just waiting patiently. I'm praying. And I think it was probably about three to four weeks ago now. Um, I... I'm not going to lie. I got mad at work because they was doing the most. They had me doing things that were not in my job title and my description, and they were pulling me every which and way. They was pulling me every way but loose. And I was honestly just starting to get burnt out. And I went in my office because they made me mad on a specific Wednesday. And I said... If Okay, if y'all need me, I'm going to be in my office. I went to my office and updated my resume, and then I added it on Indeed, um, and I applied for three jobs. The very next day, I heard back from one of those jobs. They said, you know, we're very impressed with your application and your resume. Um, we think that you will be, a, you know, a great, a great match for this role. Um, can we set up a phone interview? So we set up a phone interview on Monday. I did my phone interview on Monday. They was like, okay, we really like you. We want you to come in for an interview, an in-person interview on Thursday. So I'm like, okay, cool. I go to the in-person interview on Thursday and then I leave. And before I even make it home, they already called me and offered me the position. They called and offered me the position. And I was like, thank you, Lord. So he blessed me with this job that is a Monday to Friday job, eight to four, um, no weekends. Now I'm able to go to church every Sunday. I'm able to go to Bible studies and life groups. I'm able to get connected with the people at my church. It's just like a complete 360. It's also um, the social work role that I really want. I'm an inpatient psych social worker. And they have a person with their LCSW, which allows me to get supervision and get my clinical license and make even more money. 
So like, I'm really grateful. I'm really thankful. God really showed out. God did his thing. He didn't have to do it, but he did. And I'm just, I'm just really very thankful for that. Like I was praying about it for a while. I was telling people about it. Like, and then finally, like it happened. So yeah, I started that job last week. I completed my first full week last on last week. This is my second week now, and I'm really enjoying it. I could tell that the company just really cares about their employees. Um, they make sure that we are we are taken care of. Um, and I appreciate that. They listen to me. Um, they're not yelling at me. And, you know, it's just a very healthy work environment. And I am very excited to see how I continue to grow in my professional career. And, you know, I just, I owe it all to God. So jumping into today's topic, we are talking about whether we believe that we work to live or we live to work. And I actually asked this question on my Instagram a couple of weeks ago just to see what people were thinking. And there were 46 responses to the question and 36 people, which came out to about 78%, voted that we work to live while the other 10 people or the 22% voted that we live to work. Um, I think it's pretty important that we kind of break down what it means or what we mean when we say live to work as opposed to working to live. So I did a little research and I'm just going to read a little bit about what I found and kind of say what that means to me and like explain it a little bit. So um, the person who lives to work tends to love their job so much that they cannot find a happy medium between their professional and personal life. Um, they could be described as a workaholic they work instead of pursuing hobbies or spending time with their loved ones. Um, you might hear someone who lives to work say that if you love what you do, you never need to work a day in your life. Um, they could have um, a passionate love for the work that they do, or some may even call it a vocation. Um, or it could be a negative, like when a person tries to cover their feelings of inadequacy or loneliness by working a lot. So like you can work a lot because you're just really passionate about the work that you do or it can have more of a negative undertone and you're working to distract yourself from how you really feel. And, you know, I feel like there are definitely pros and cons of quote unquote living to work because if you look at it from the perspective of people saying like if you love what you do you never need to you never need to work a day in your life they're pretty much saying that if you're doing something that you love it's not even considered work and you can really just you know go deep into it like it's it's more than like a job to you like it's your calling it's your vocation and i think that that's a beautiful thing when you can have a job and you can you know, you don't look at it as work because you feel like it's a necessity. You feel like you're doing what you were called to do or meant to do in this life. And I think that, that that's admirable. But also a con of that is you're probably working all the time. Even though you don't consider it work, you are, you know, spending and putting a lot of time into your job. 
And when you put a lot of time into something that naturally takes away time from other things, meaning that you could probably be, if you have a family, you're probably neglecting family time. Or if you have, yeah, if you even going more, if you have a family, you probably won't be able to attend like your kids' sports outings and, you know, the plays and just like different extracurricular activities because you're so busy, you know, doing what you love to do if you don't want to consider it work. Um, I once had a boss who I, 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 I worked on a team and we were on a retreat and we were basically just talking about like how life would be this summer working and like uh, what that meant. And one of our bosses actually kind of, he like pretty much alluded to putting his job before his family. And all I can remember is that all of the team was just like so distraught. Like, no, like we don't believe in that. We feel like there's like a healthy balance. And he basically was just trying to say like, in order to be great, in order to, you know, like be the best that we could be, sometimes we had to neglect those things um, and how that shows tenacity and drive and this, that, and the other. And um, I, I I could never agree with it. I just couldn't get with that because I believe that while it is important to have grit and to, you know, to be passionate about the work that you're doing, not at the cost of neglecting your family or like missing your kid's graduation and things of that sort. Like you only get to experience those things once. So like, I definitely don't think that you should prioritize work, whether you love your job or not, over important things in your personal life. But now kind of moving on to those who work to live, those who work to live focus more on their personal life than their work. Um, They make it a priority to enjoy life. And once they leave work, that's that. Work is work and home is home. Um, It is the farthest thing from your mind. Um, So you may not pursue your dream job because of your prioritization of family or free time. Um, And you may stay at a job that you hate. So just to just talk about that a little more, like, like I said, like once you people who live, who work to live, they separate work and they separate their outside lives. And I I definitely think I am that type of person. When I leave work, I don't want to think about work again until I go to work the next day. Um, I want to enjoy my time off. I want to relax. I want to spend time with my friends. I want to spend time with my family. I want to spend time with me. Like, I just feel like there's so many um, relationships to nurture that don't need to be neglected because I'm so busy working. Um, Something else that they said about this is that you may not pursue your your dream job because of um, the priori- the prioritization of family and free time. And I don't necessarily know if I agree, agree with that because I feel like everyone's dream job doesn't require them to um, 
it doesn't require them to to neglect their their like familial duties or it doesn't require them to like work extraneous hours and like right now my I'm doing my dream job I am working as a an inpatient psych social worker and that doesn't require me to work all day from sun up to sundown and not being able to um spend time with the people that I love and do the things that I love to do so like the whole dream job thing like you can definitely still have a dream you have your dream job and work a job that allows you to you know still do the things that you love to do now that we have the definitions out of the way and we know what they mean I want to move on to a little bit more um, research that I did by asking some questions on my Instagram. So I started off by asking people whether they liked their job or not. And there were 58 votes and 48 of those votes said yes, they do like their job, while 10 people said that they didn't like their job. I then proceeded to ask if you didn't like your job, like if you said no, why are you still there? Some people said because it's comfortable. Some people said that they have bills. Um, Someone said that they were broke. Um, Someone else said because I have bills to pay and this is the highest paying job that I've had. And someone else said that it would look bad on their resume if they left only a few months in. So let's talk about some of these responses because some people don't like their job, but they're there because it's comfortable. Um, I think that we do get stuck in our comfortability sometimes. Um, But sometimes when you're comfortable, it may be a sign that you need to challenge yourself and that you need to um, move on to something that's different, something that takes you out of your comfortability level. Like, not saying that you should be uncomfortable at a job, but I don't think you should ever be too comfortable, especially comfortable enough to stay when you don't even enjoy it. We had a couple people say that they have bills and that's facts. We have bills. So some people, you know, may have to to work, work at a job that they don't like because it's paying the bills. And I think for those people, I just want to encourage you to one, keep the keep that job so that you can pay the bills but also just to look for something that you may enjoy. And then you never know like what will fall into your lap or what you will stumble upon. Um, Because I do believe that you can find um, a job that you enjoy that also pays the bills just because there's so many jobs out there. So I would just encourage you like, don't just quit and like not be able to pay your bills and then start looking for a job. But you know, Start looking for start looking for work slowly, like while you're still working your other job, and you know you see what happens. Maybe you get the job of your dreams. Maybe you get a job that you like so much better, and then you know you do the proper thing. You put your two weeks in, and then you move on to the next thing. So it's it's definitely possible. Um, someone said it would look bad on my resume if I left only a few months in. Um, I think that. That is a valid point. I think that you should at least stay at a job for six months to a year 
before you decide to leave. Um, sometimes if it's like too much and like you feel like you need to leave at that moment, I think another suggestion would be just to not include that particular job in your resume. Um, I mean, I guess it all depends because if you really do want to work in that specific field and if that's your only experience that you can put on your resume, maybe you do need to put that on your resume. Um, I don't know. I think that's kind of a that is kind of a difficult spot to be in. And I wish that I had more um, advice to offer but I don't. But that just shows the complexity of the situation because it's not as easy as it seems to leave a job, even though it sometimes it looks like it could be that simple. So I don't want to undermine anyone's experience or... Yeah, I don't want to undermine anyone's experience when it comes to leaving a job or being somewhere you don't want to be, because I think people have valid reasons for staying, but I also just want to um, encourage and, you know, kind of challenge you guys to find something that you really do enjoy and something that still pays the bills, but something that you enjoy. Um, The next question that I asked was what's more important in a job for you? Um, The pay, doing something you're called to do, the impact it has on others, or the way that it makes you feel. And 38% of people, which was 28 votes, said that the way it makes you feel. 25%, which was 18 votes, said the impact that it has on others. 12%, Nine votes said doing something you're called to do, while the other 25%, which was 18, um, said the pay. So obviously, we could start with the pay. The pay is something that's very, very important when it comes to a job because you got to make it out here. So you need to make enough money to afford your lifestyle. So people, for some people, that's what's most important. Um for some people, they said doing something that you're quote unquote called to do. Um, that actually got the least amount of votes, 12%, um, which I thought was pretty interesting because a lot of people from Calvin, Calvin University, my my alma mater, um, they voted in this in this poll and you know, at Calvin, they talk big about vocation and like basically being like called to do the work that you're doing. But that one got the least amount of votes. So I thought that that was interesting. Um, But I guess when you may have other pressing things like bills to pay and things of that sort, maybe, you know, it being something that you feel like you're called to do is kind of in the back burner because you got priorities right now. Um, the next one was the impact that it has on others. Um, there were 18 votes for that one. So people thought that that was important. Um, and I would say that I lean more in this category. 
I want the work that I do to be impactful. Um, I want it to help others. I want it to make life easier for people. Um, and that's kind of like why I went into like the mental health field and healthcare because I want to be able to, you know, help people. I want to be able to, um, especially when it comes to like mental health um, and the healthcare system, I think there are huge disparities, especially for people of color. Um, and I want to be a person that helps bridge the gap. And, but ultimately, the, you know, I want to impact my community. Um, so the, the impact that it has on others is like really important. Um, and then the last, um, the last vote was like the way that it makes you feel. And people said that that was like really important for them. That one got the most votes, 38%. And I think that, um, I think that that obviously is a great, you know, it has great influence on like the jobs that we choose to do. But I also think about a lot of social work jobs. And I'm pretty sure this isn't just for social work. You could think about teachers too, like, the work that we do, like, yes, it makes us feel good ultimately, but also like it can also make us like burn out. And I think that even when um, the work that we do is like tiring and it's draining and it's challenging that we still like it makes us feel those things, but it doesn't mean that we should stop doing them. So like. I feel like being like burnt out, being drained, being tired, it's kind of part of the job. And if we just looked at how the job made us feel, it probably wouldn't be enticing for us to do it. But like, let's say you think about the impact that you're having like on others, it kind of makes it worth it in that sense. Um, yeah, so there are, you know, a lot of different, things that people look into when, you know, choosing a job or they, people have priorities. But the next question I asked was, um, when is it time to leave a job? And I got some interesting answers. Um, some people said that when essentially the job costs exceed the job's benefits. Someone else said when it's just not safe, um, when it doesn't make you happy, when they're burnt out. The moment I feel overused and disrespected, when you get an offer, a job offer that has higher pay, um, when it's just unhealthy to stay. Um, someone else said, if you have the means to leave your job and you aren't finding any joy in it, or you have another opportunity um, before you start to feel miserable going to work. Uh, when you feel disrespected and not cared for in a humane sense, and when you realize that your time and efforts are no longer valued. And I think that those are amazing um, reasons to leave a job. Like those are like valid reasons to leave a job. Um, and just from the variety of answers, people leave jobs for different reasons. And, um, I think that you know what you have to do at the end of the day. You have to make the decision that's best for you. 
which is what I did when I left my job. Um, I had some people in my ear telling me that I was still a baby and that I needed to, you know, establish myself there and I needed to, um, I needed to stick it out longer. Um, but I was there for six months and I thought that that was long enough for me. And I, I know what I deserve. And just like you know what you deserve, and if you know you deserve better, you should fight for better at the end of the day. So if you feel disrespected, you feel neglected, you feel over like people overstep their boundaries, um, if you feel like um, it doesn't make you happy, if you feel burnt out, if you feel overused and disrespected, you have every right to leave. You have every right to find a job that appreciates you in a job that wants to help you grow. Those are things that, you know, you deserve. And I think that um, this culture that we have about working right now kind of makes it difficult to, you know, to leave a job, especially if you are, you know, if you're working to live, sometimes that does make it hard to leave a job. If you are worrying about not being able to pay your bills and stuff like that. So I don't know. I definitely see both sides, but I think that there is a balance that we're not necessarily like talking about. Like sometimes there is gray area like i can i can work to live still have a job that i enjoy doing and still enjoy being with family and having a job that appreciates me i don't think that i think i can have all three of those things you know like inclusively like it doesn't have to be one or the other. But um, there were a couple of quotes that I wanted to read real quick because I think that it kind of... And I'm not... I just want to be clear. I'm not saying that... Um, I just want to start a conversation because I think that working to live and living to work both have their pros and cons, but I think that we need to make a balance. And I think that balance, for me, in my personal opinion, I think that it would it would um, lean more toward working to live, um, but working to live while having a job that you enjoy, a job that gives you time to spend with your family and like have a life outside of work and you know just a job that allows you to grow and um, nurture um, your personal your personal wishes as well but this quote says never get too busy making a living that you forget to make a life and the other quote says working hard for something we don't care about is called stress Working hard for something we love is called passion. Um, 
And I think that quote is specifically for people who are working in jobs that they, you know, don't really care for. They're just there for the check. They're there because they have to pay the bills. Like always, I do want to talk a little bit about what the Bible says. I found two passages, and I believe that these passages would lean more toward working to live um, as opposed to living to work. And the first passage is Luke chapter 10, verses 40 to 42. Um, And it says, But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him, him being Jesus, and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. So in this famous gospel story, Jesus warns pretty much against making an idol of work. Anything that becomes more important than God is an idol. And Martha was in the room with Jesus, but all she could think about was what what needed to be done. And like as followers of Jesus, like our attention should always be on him. And as we spend more time with him, he'll begin uh, we will begin to recognize like what he's asking us to do in each moment. Um, so, yeah, in this story, Martha is just working, 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 trying to get everything done. But she's not really focusing on what is important, which is Jesus. She's making an idol. Um, she's making work her idol. Um, so I think that it's important that we don't make work our idol um, and that we focus on what's important, whether that be Jesus, whether that be family, whether that be um, different other commitments, but work can't be the idol and we can't idolize work. I think that is what stuck out to me in this scripture. Um, I don't know if you guys may have gotten the same thing, but, you know, let me know if you got something different. And the next scripture is actually in Colossians, Colossians chapter three, and I'm going to read 23 and 24. It says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. So I think that this is telling us, one, that we need to be passionate about the work that we're doing and that we need to um, work hard and like make sure that we are being fruitful in the work that we're doing because ultimately we are serving the Lord. And I think that that kind of goes back to the quote that says, working hard for something that we don't care about is called stress, but working hard for something we love is called passion, which is why I think that it is important that we love what we do. And I think that that leans more toward, um, that leans more toward, working to live even though living and living to work you live you're living to work because you love your job so much but i think that you could also love your job while working to live and i think that you know just from the couple of scriptures that i just gathered that that would also be 
the like the philosophy that like Jesus will follow. He will want you to enjoy your work, be passionate about your work because the work that you do, you're submitting that to God. But he also warns against making work an idol and neglecting things that are important. So y'all, that that's it. I know that that was long, um, but I felt like there was kind of a lot to say. And I think that this isn't just like a one-time conversation. I think it's a conversation that needs to continue to happen. I think that um, as a society, we need to have a more balanced work and personal life. Um, I hope that you guys took something away from this. I hope that you are not neglecting other areas in your life because you are working so much. And if you are, I hope that you can take some time aside just to reflect on the things that are important in life. I'm not saying that work isn't important because it definitely is, but don't neglect your friendships. Don't neglect your family. Don't neglect taking care of yourself and your other responsibilities and duties that you may have. Um, so thank y'all for tuning in. If you made it this far, you're a real one and I love you. And I'm just glad to be able to like have this platform. Um, I hope that you took some, took something in away from this, that it blessed you. And if it did, don't um, hesitate to leave a review, leave a like, comment. Um, if you have any questions, you can drop them down below or you can even DM me on Instagram. Um, my username is at Dre Davidson underscore. That is D-R-E. D-A-V-I-D-S-O-N underscore. Let me know what topics you guys want me to talk about, what things you want me to cover. Um, leave me some advice, some helpful tips. Again, I am new at this and I'm still getting the hang of it. Um, but yeah, that is all for today, folks. Um, I love you. Jesus loves you. And because of that, everything else will fall into place. Your boy is out. Y'all have a great day. Stay smooth.